This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today, Erin Birch. And I just, uh, I love this gal's story. She's been doing this for quite some time now, but, you know, we roll back the clock here. When she first got started, guys, she was recently single, a couple teenage boys at home, had no idea what the hell she was going to do, was making less than two grand a month selling her jewelry on the weekends at trade shows, did not know how to copy and paste. And as you can imagine, a single mom with a struggling, you know, a business and doing the things, right, not much time. None of that mattered. She made some big, bold decisions years ago, invested, got to an MLSP retreat, hired coaches, and dove in and got extremely uncomfortable, maxed out credit cards, and just burned the boats and said, I'm going here. And now, gosh, I mean, you know, in her words, life's a fairy tale. She's got multiple revenue streams. She's a coach here in MLSP, a top leader affiliate. She leads our level one workshop here, top marketer and producer in her company has been able to take her kids wherever they wanted in the world, literally, cell phone, laptop, boom. She's got that freedom lifestyle, which is very important to her. And she's building her life by design. And guys, it wasn't given to her. I mean, it was earned, but that is exactly it. Like she, you know, normal, normal gal, just like, you know, you and me, normal human being who just made a decision and had to learn new skills and never quit. And now she's free. Possible, y'all. Aaron Birch hailing from the great nation of Canada. Good morning, my friend. I'm going to mute up. I hope this works, and I'm going to toss it over to you. Much love, and uh, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Alrighty, let's dive in, you guys. So the title I titled this call: Five Business and Life Changing Habits. Because habits are a funny thing. We all have some good habits. We all have some bad habits. How would you like to be able to take all those bad habits you may have and flip them, turn them into good habits, have better control over your habits so that you're better able to create the business and life that you desire? So let's talk about habits today. So the definition of a habit, I've got three definitions for you here. First definition, a settled tendency or usual manner of behavior. The next definition is an acquired, sorry, an acquired mode of behavior that has become nearly or completely involuntary. And the last definition, a behavior pattern acquired by frequent repetition or psychological exposure that shows itself in regularity and increased facility of performance. That one's a mouthful. It's essentially what, what you're conditioned to do, right, over time, repeated behavior. It becomes your, 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 your default mode. Some habits are good, some are bad. I want to show you how to get rid of your bad ones forever and have 
you know, develop a lot of really great habits so that you're better able to create what you want in life. So some of this is coming from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Fantastic book. I'm going to give you the gist of it today, thrown in with a lot of my own thoughts and things I've learned, okay? So according to Mr. Clear, an atomic habit is a regular practice or routine that is not only small and easy to do, but is also the source of incredible power, a component of the system of compound growth. Okay, we're going to talk about essentially the compound effect. Bad habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong system for change. Changes that seem small and unimportant at first will compound into remarkable results if you're willing to stick with them for years. Doesn't always take years to change a bad habit, I'll tell you right now. Once you understand, I'm going to give you a little secret I learned on how to change bad habits, okay? So that's coming up. So number one, start small. There is a surprising power to changing, starting with tiny habits. So we're going to start small here. So this is directly from Mr. Clear that I'm going to read. It's so well written here. I'm just going to read it. So this is what he wrote in his book. Success is the product of daily habits, not once-in-a-lifetime actions or transformations. Do you get that? It's the compound effect of what you do every single day, not just one huge light bulb moment. All right? Next, he says, you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. So we often talk about having a long-term vision because if you don't have long-term vision and you're, you're assessing your results by what is happening right now currently in your business and in your life, so let's take your business for example. Oftentimes, people will quit on themselves because I didn't make any money this week. I've only been building my business for three months and I didn't make money this week. Therefore, it doesn't work. No, you have to have long-term vision. If you stick with doing the activities, where will you be two years from now? Don't quit on yourself. The same thing goes with, let's talk about, you know, your health, your weight, your fitness. So you start eating healthy for a week. Not much has changed on the scale, right? So don't quit on yourself because where would your weight be a year from now if you stuck with it? Long-term vision is absolutely critical to your success. If you're judging your success by what's happening that day, that week, maybe even that month, then you will quit on yourself. Next thing he says, direct quote, your outcomes are a measure of your habits right? Your daily habits. Your net worth is a measure of your financial habits. How do you deal with money? Your weight is a measure of your eating habits. Your knowledge is a measure of your learning habits. 
Your clutter is a measure of your cleaning habits. Compound effect, right? You get what you repeat. I'm going to say that again. You get what you repeat. You and your life, this is me talking, you and your life, you and the life you've created are a compound result of your daily habits. You've created what you now have. All right, next one. Number two, change your identity. Become the person you need to be to create the business and the life that you want. Changing our habits is challenging for two reasons. We try to change the wrong things. And we change our habits in the wrong way. So there are three layers of behavioral change. A change in your outcomes, that's one. A change in your processes, right, your systems. Or a change in your identity. I am a big believer in changing identity. An identity shift, so to speak. Outcomes are about what you get, right? So that's what the outcomes, it's about what you get. Processes are about what you do. Identity is about what you believe. So with outcome-based habits, the focus is on what you want to achieve, right? Your goals. With identity-based habits, the focus is on who you wish to become. I'm going to repeat that one. It's big. With identity-based habits, the focus is on who you wish to become. So it's a simple two-step process. Decide the type of person you want to be. And you're going to start proving it to yourself in small wins. This means, you know, essentially stepping outside your comfort zone and doing the things you're afraid of. That's the fastest way I know how to do this. It will change who you are. It will change your identity. It will change how you see yourself, your belief in yourself. Right? That's a small step. Say, go live today. Something you were maybe scared to do before. Do it today. It will begin to shift your identity, the way you see yourself. Because you're doing something you're afraid of, and you're like, oh, my God, I did it. Yay, me. This will begin to shift your identity. Okay, next is you're going to ask yourself, who is the type of person that could get the outcome I want? Who is the type of person that could get the outcome that I want? I knew when I started my business, I was not the person who could get what I want. I didn't have the courage. I saw people out there creating the kind of business and life that I wanted, but I didn't have their courage. I wasn't as bold as they were. I was too afraid of what people thought of me. I had to change my very identity. I had to become the person who could get in front of camera and do video and all that kind of stuff. I had to become the person who was, you know, able or willing, at least, to reach out and talk to people and make offers. I knew I had to become that person or it wouldn't work. So the most effective way to change your habits is to not 
focus on what you want to achieve, but on who you wish to become. Who do you want to become? What does the best version of you look like? What would that person do today? Your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for the type of person you wish to become. That's a direct quote from him, okay? But I love it. Your identity emerges out of your habits. Every action is a vote for the person you wish to become. Becoming the best version of yourself requires you to continuously edit your beliefs and upgrade and expand your identity. So I often talk about when something comes up for you, when you know you should do something, but you're kind of freaked out to do it, whether it be in your business or your life, you need to start asking yourself questions. You need to question your beliefs, right? What comes up for you that people are going to judge you? You need to question that belief. Is it true or is that a story that you just always tell yourself? Because it's a story. You've got to start questioning your beliefs to flip them. Call yourself out on your beliefs that are not serving you. The real reason habits matter is not because they can get you results, although they can do that, but because they can change your beliefs about yourself. The next one, build better habits. So we're going to talk about how to build better habits in four steps. So a habit is a behavior that has been repeated enough times to become automatic. Okay? It's another definition. Same thing. It all means the same. It's just worded differently. Any habit can be broken down into a feedback loop that involves four steps. Okay? Step number one is the cue or the trigger. Step number two is the craving. Step three is the response, your response to the cue. And then step four is the reward, what you get from it. So there's the cue or the trigger that triggers a craving Then there's the response, your response to this. And then there's the reward, why you're actually doing it. By the way, you always do things for the reward, whether it's a good reward or a bad reward, but you're doing it for the reward. So now you're going to start paying attention to the cues or triggers that create a craving or desire. This is where you're going to choose a different response. So let's say a cue or trigger comes up. Let's just let's talk about business for a bit. So let's say we're talking about you see someone in your company rank advance. Now, the cue or the trigger is seeing that someone else rank advanced, right? So in comes the craving, the, oh, I want to rank advance and make more money, right? So that's the craving or the craving what you want, then the response is how you respond to this situation. How are you going to respond to that? So if you have a bad habit of 
playing the old poor me victim mode or the jealousy or what have you, right, the negative response, you're going to get a negative reward. So if you're going, well, how come I can't rank events? They don't even deserve it. Oh, my gosh. Life isn't fair, right? The reward you're getting is you're low in your vibration. You're putting it out to the universe. That crap. And that's what you're going to get. So that is what you're creating. So let's talk about the same scenario and flip it. The cue. You see someone has rank advanced in your company. The craving, I want to rank advance. The response, how about you flip it to, good for them. I know they're working their butt off. They so deserve this. I'm so happy for them. Right? And then the reward is you elevate your own vibration. The universe is going to provide a lot more abundance to you. Do you see how you flip it? That is all within your control. So you're going to choose a different response. You're going to choose a new and better reward because of it. That will naturally happen. So you're going to recognize your cues or triggers, right? You're going to recognize what it is that, that triggers you and what triggers what you want, the desire. You're going to recognize your response to it, and if it's undesirable or not helpful to you, then you're going to consciously change your response to get you the real reward that you want. Not the negative reward. Oh, that's a tongue twister. Not the negative reward that you're creating, but the real reward that you want. So next one, you're going to make your bad habits unattractive. You're going to highlight the benefits of avoiding a bad habit to make it seem unattractive. So this I learned from a book, um, Alan Carr, C-A-R-R. So I was watching a Joe Rogan interview, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago, and there was this gal he was interviewing, and they started talking about drinking. And she was talking about how, you know, she probably has an allergy to alcohol because she would have like two drinks and she would black out, absolutely black out. So she decided she should stop drinking, right? So they're talking about drinking and he's telling her how she'd have like two drinks and black out. And Joe asked her, so do you still drink? She goes, no, I quit. I haven't had a drink in nine years. And he says, oh like cold turkey? She goes, yeah. And he goes, well, how did you do that? She goes, I read a book. And he's like, well, what the heck is this book? This book is one of Alan Carr's books. He has how to stop drinking, how to get off sugar, how to lose weight, how to stop smoking, because it's all about breaking the habit, the addiction. Okay? And it's psychological. So here's the gist of that book. I kind of covered it in the last thing I was talking about, but here's the deal. So let's use smoking for an example. We can, this applies to business too, by the way, but this will give you a real clear um, understanding of what I mean by this. So let's talk about smoking. You're a smoker. You want to break that habit, right? So you want to focus on the crappy benefit, the, the crappiness of smoking. 
So start brainstorming all the crappiness that happens. Um, it stinks. Your breath stinks. Nobody wants to be around you. Uh, when you get sick, you always get bronchitis because you're messing up your lungs. Right? It makes you go out in the dead of winter and freeze your butt off because you need that cigarette. It's costing you a fortune. It's costing you relationships because nobody wants to be around you because you stink. (laughs) Your wife doesn't want to kiss you anymore. Your husband doesn't want to kiss you anymore. So you're going to focus on all, oh, and you might get cancer. So you're going to focus on the negative aspects of the habit. So when the craving, the cue comes up, maybe you're stressed or whatever, or you're you're having a nick fit, the cue comes up, right? The desire, I want a cigarette. The response, here is when you're going to become extremely aware and conscious of how you're going to deal with this, right? You need to be conscious throughout this whole process. So now's your response. You get to choose the response. How are you going to choose a better response? You're going to focus on the negative aspects of smoking. So that is forefront in your mind. So it's going to help you choose a better response, which is going to give you a better result, a better reward. Focus on the rewards of not smoking. I'm going to save so much money. What are you going to do with that money? My, My partner's going to be so proud of me. They're going to want to kiss me now. We can stop fighting about my smoking habits. My friends are going to want to be around me. I'm not going to have to go and freeze my butt off in the winter smoking outside. So you want to focus, get clear on the negative aspects, get clear on the positive aspects of quitting that habit. So how does this apply to business? Let's talk about how about following your DMO, your daily method of operation that you know you need to be doing to grow your business and make money. So let's talk about you're looking at the activities in your daily method of operation, and let's say it's prospecting time. So you read in your, you know, your DMO, oh, got to spend an hour prospecting, having conversations, making offers, right? So the cue is you looking at your DMO and seeing that that's the activity you need to be doing right now, right? Uh, the next one is the craving. The craving is you want to make money, you got to talk to people. But I, I want to make money. I want to make money. What is the response? But, oh, my God, uh, that creates anxiety in me. I don't want to talk to people. They're, maybe I'll, I'll tick them off and they'll think I'm being pushy. And they won't like me, and they'll block me, and my feelings will be hurt. Right? Anybody feel me on that one? What's the reward? The reward from that scenario. The reward that you're giving yourself is that you don't have to talk to anyone. How's that working for you? Is it helping you build the business that you want? Nope. But that whole process is actually giving you a reward, and the reward is that you don't have to talk to anyone. So now you're going to start flipping that. The cue, you read in your DMO, you need to spend some time prospecting. The craving, I want to build my business and make money. How about I also go and help a bunch of people by making offers? The response is what you do from there. 
right? So you now decide, because it's the new and improved you, that you're actually going to follow through and have conversations and make offers and help people. So what's the reward of that scenario? You build your business and you make money, right? New response, new reward. Boom. This will work for absolutely anything in your life. It means you need to become more conscious, more aware of what's going on in your own head. All right? Next one. Um, two more here, okay? So you're going to make a bad habit. Oh, I just did that one. We're good. So one more thing on that. Um, nope, we're good. Next one, last one. How to stay motivated. This is the Goldilocks rule. I didn't make this up. This is, um, I don't know if this is Jane's original idea, but it's in his book. So how to stay motivated, the Goldilocks rule. The Goldilocks rule states that humans experience peak motivation when they're working on tasks that are right on the edge of your current abilities. I'm going to repeat that. The Goldilocks rule states that, the, that humans experience peak motivation when working on tasks that are right on the edge of their current abilities, right? It's that challenge. It's that dopamine rush. The greatest threat to success is not failure, but boredom, right? Especially if you're a blue personality type. As habits become routine, they become less interesting and less satisfying, right? We get bored. How exciting is it to fold your laundry? It's not so exciting anymore. But it was really exciting when you were three, wasn't it? Because it was new and it was challenging. But now you're bored because you've done it a million times. Anyone can work hard when they feel motivated. It's the ability to keep going when work isn't exciting that makes the difference. You have to know what personally motivates you because you need to be able to pull that out when you need to. When you're doing something in your business or your life that's kind of boring, but you have to do it anyway, you've got to find that inner motivation because no one can motivate you for you. And motivation is an internal job. Got to know what motivates you. I've done several calls on upping your motivation, by the way, things you can do too. To keep you motivated, keep that internal fire burning. So professionals stick, stick to the schedule. Professionals know what they need to do. They have a DMO and they do it. Amateurs let life get in the way. Professionals stick to a schedule. Amateurs let life get in the way. So I often talk about this with my clients. They're like, oh my God, I didn't get anything done during the week because this happened and this happened and this happened. Things are always going to happen in your life. Don't be the, oh, I got to wait until I get this off my plate until I start taking action. The new and improved you, the you you want to be, would at least get the bare minimum done anyway. Right? Life is always going to happen. Something's always going to be somewhat in your way. You've got to take the daily action regardless because what you get is the compound effect of what you do daily, right? 
so it kills me when people are like, well, I'll, I'll start working, you know, my business when the kids go back to school. Well, guess what? Then somebody's going to be sick. They're going to be at home. You got to look after them. Then you're going to have to deal with the dog who's old and dying, you know, and then, I don't know, a hurricane hits. Life is always going to be happening around you, for you. As a professional, you have to learn to do the things you need to do anyway. If you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you have to work with what happens in your life. Be the person who gets shit done regardless. So I hope that helps you out. We all got bad habits. We've all got good habits. I hope this helps you be better able to get rid of those bad habits and have more good habits and have a better business and a better life. Awesome. I love you guys. I will see you over on the MLSP fan page in a couple of minutes. Bye. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.